Welcome back, everyone, to Real Estate Unlimited, where you get unlimited amount of knowledge in real estate. And this is here for educational purposes. So in our episode today, we will be talking about things to know when interviewing a listing agent. Sellers, um, have you considered selling your house on your own? Okay, and how'd that work out for you? All right, the ones that sold, we know where you went with that. The ones that haven't sold, how did that work out with you? Okay, so now it's time to interview real estate agents and list the property. What? I can interview real estate agents? Yes, you can. And um, I have written down 10 important points I feel that every seller should interview an agent on when it comes time to listing their property. Um, And I'll go through them. The first one is agent explanation. The agent should explain their agency agreement with you and their fiduciary duties to you as a client. And they should also explain what is responsible for the seller and what duties the seller has in return to the agency. In other words, what fiduciary duties does the client have to the agency? Ladies and gentlemen, we are sub-agents of the agency. So when you do sign a listing agreement, you are signing with the firm and the firm owns the listing and we as the agent are sub-agents and that will be explained at the at the listing table. Number 2, communication types. The agent should explain how often they will communicate with you and what type forms to be expected. Are you as a as a seller, what type of forms do you expect communication? You know, one of the biggest complaints uh, by NAR, National Real Estate Association, National Association of Realtors, <laughs> um, one of the biggest complaints they have is that the, 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 the agent is not communicating. That's the biggest complaint. The agent is not communicating properly. So the agent should list to you, see what's important to the seller, Sellers, you should express how you feel, what type of communication skills you want. Do you want text messages? Do you want phone calls? Do you want weekly calls? Do you want calls only on activities? All these are de- all these are negotiable at the table. And when I say negotiable, ex- they're the expectations. Let's say it that way. The expectations should be met at the table when these happen. There are many people that just like to uh, know updates on if there's only activity. There's some agents that only update the sellers if there's only if there's activity on the property. So I highly suggest that that conversation takes place in the front end. How will communication be done, and what communication forms is expected from the seller uh, by the seller from the agent? Number three, seller net sheet. Uh, ask the agent for the se- for a seller's net sheet. Why, why, what, why, what way you will be aware roughly what to expect your take home proceeds to be, minus all fees. Okay, so whenever you sell your house as a seller, you're going to be aware that there you should know what you're taking home. You should know this before you get in their contract. You're not going to know exact numbers because things change in the process. We know that. There's unexpected occurrences may happen. There may be some damages. There may be needs, some closing costs or some or some repairs to be done. But 
you should have roughly idea, and that is something you should ask the the listing agent to prepare for you. And just for example, North Carolina, we've got the sales price minus the commissions, we got minus the fees, the excise tax, um, repairs, closing costs, possibly attorney fiends, liens on the property, all those you need to know up front. So when you do sell your house, you know what you're walking away with and what other options you may have if you want to invest in a 1039 exchange, a 1031 exchange. Um, that is also something, uh, I believe there's a 1033. I'm not too familiar with that one. But there's some other options you can do, and that's something you need to have up front with the listing agent and also with your accountant, that your personal accountant and an attorney if you have. Number four, commission splits. Ask what the going rate is of commissions that the company is charging. Listen, I know why people go for sale by owner. They don't want to pay the commission. And I and I can understand that. And if you you know if you know how to sell real estate and you don't want to pay that commission and you can sell it, congratulations. Kudos for you. You sold your own property. Those of you who do need a listing agent or would like a listing agent or to find out more how what a listing agent can do to help you, you definitely want to ask them on their commission splits. Are they negotiable? Uh, will they come down? Will they not come down? Um, that is something that and, – and who is the split with? Are they keeping it all for themselves? Are they giving any to the buyer's agent? Who is the split with? I think that's very important to know because it's your money. Where is your money going? Number five, sales price. Market value. Ask the agent on where your home is priced on market value. You know, we don't have a crystal ball. We cannot tell you the value of your property, but we can tell you the market value, what's being pulled. There's a difference. Appraisers tell you the value of your property. We do not do that. We're licensed real estate agents. We tell you the value of the market, what's currently being sold in that market. And we use something called a CMA, Comparable Market Analysis. And uh, with this tool, we are able to show to you the homes, and a good agent should do this. It should show you the homes that your home is competing against, the active homes on the market, the active square footage, the active price, land, lot, what has sold in the past six months to a year, depending on the area, and what price points, um, what has been, um, for example, what square footage is selling and comparable homes to your home. In other words, if the home is completely updated, you can't compare it to a home that's not completely updated. So you have to have comparable homes. And I think that every seller needs to be aware of what's going on in their, in their neighborhood. That is something you definitely want to ask your agent that you are interviewing for listing your property. Showings. The agent should explain to you how showings will be taking place. If you have any restrictions on days and times, and notifications options, uh, notification options. Now's the time to tell them. Okay, sellers, in order to sell your property, we're going to have to show it. And I know some people are a little funny about people coming into their house and looking around, you know, and, and I get that. But the fact of the matter is, the only way you're going to sell your house is if you get it showed. Now, if there are certain days that you want to be at home and you don't want any disturbance, that needs to be brought up at the front end. Also, the notifications. You can get notifications on your phone, and even phone calls to confirm a showing. In other words, if you're not too sure, you might be home early, you might not be too home, you want to know exactly who's coming in, you're still living in the property, get the phone call. When the agent, as the buyer's agent, requests a showing on your property, we'll get a little yellow sign. Everyone knows what I'm talking about here. And we get a little yellow sign on the showing time, and it'll say uh, waiting confirmation. 
you as a seller will get a phone call saying, hey, is it okay if um, so-and-so can show your property today at 3 o'clock? You can say yes or you can decline. You can accept or decline. So that's something that um, you need the, I believe the listing agent should go over with you and you looking to sell your house and interviewing listing agents, you should go over this. Marketing. What type of strategies will this agent do in marketing? That is something I think every seller should ask their agent. Most agents do the three P's, and I call that the three P's. It looks like a triangle. They place a sign in your yard, they put the market, the house on the MLS, and then they pray that someone comes and buys the house. What other strategies is the agent going to do? Will they do an open house? Will they do a broker's open? And for those of you listening, a broker's open is an open house for brokers. I will tell you that every time I have done a broker's open, I have always gotten a contract. Why is that, you may ask? Well, the brokers have the buyers, and the brokers know the brokers who have the buyers. So with that said, I um, highly recommend that uh, you ask that question. Social media, um, will they? Will the brokers be putting this on their social media account? Will they be doing video? Will they be putting them on syndicated sites? In other words, other real estate sites such as Zulia, Trulo, uh, their own landing page, company sites. So these are great questions you would want to ask the agent to make sure that your home gets the exposure. Anyone can stick a for sale by owner could stick a sign in their yard. That's what they do. But what are they doing? How many for the for sale by owners? How many of them know agents? How many of them connect with agents on a regular day, on a regular daily process and on a weekly process? That's why you hire a professional real estate agent for these particular reasons. And these are great questions to ask them. Photography and staging. That's number eight. Photography, Photography and staging. Ask the agent, does my house need to be staged? Some homes do in order to get the sale. Some homes do not. And who pays for that? Some agents pay for it as part of their service. Other agents will charge the seller. Photography. What kind of photography will be taking place in my home? Will it be a professional? Will they also do video? Who will pay for that? These are all great questions to ask the agent. Number nine, vetting offers. And this is something that the majority of for sale by owners do not do. And this is why when they go under contract, 50% of them go out of contract. Vetting the offers. When you get an offer in, ask the, forgive me, when you get an agent in, ask the agent, will you vet the offers? And what does that mean? That means they look at the offer and they explain to you as the seller every key point of that offer. We're talking about closing dates, earnest money, due diligence amounts, due diligence time period. We have that in North Carolina. For those of you out of state, you have something that you usually call escrow or some other term. Um, the buyer's closing attorney, the inspection period, the closing costs if requested, any personal property, if requested, any other addendums that's added to this, and then they should get a letter of pre-approval, not pre-qualified, pre-approval. And the good agent, which I myself take pride in, will call and confirm with that bank, hey, is this person, Mr. Jones, for example, are they in good standing? Are they qualified? 
are you aware they are on, on a house search? Are you aware that they have written an offer on our property? Which brings us to number 10, special accommodations. If any special accommodations is required, you as a seller, you know the market's tight, you know it's a seller's market, and you know it's hard to find a home. So do you have a place to go? And that should definitely be discussed as a special accommodation with your broker. Also, and, and there's some options there. Well, I don't want to sell, or I might be thinking about selling. Even if you're thinking about selling, I still think you should have this interview. And the reason I say that is because there are options. And what are the options? That's why we do that's why we're here. Special accommodations. Do we need a list on contingency? And a contingency status is where I put my home on the market, but I'm only going to purchase a home. I'm only going to sell my home if I currently find another home to buy. So that's a contingency status. And then when the buyer comes and sees your home, it will be posted by the agent. The agent will make sure they do this loud and clear that, yes, we are selling this home. Yes, this home is on the market, and we definitely want to do business with you. However, in order for us to close on this deal, we need to find another home to be closing on. And that's called a contingency status. Um, do you need to rent back? Do you need extra time in the property? Do you want to leave early? Do you want to give the buyer early possession? All these are special accommodations and need to be discussed with your broker. Well, thank you again for listening to uh, Real Estate Unlimited. I hope this has been a valuable and unlimited amount of information. Go back and rehear the show. And if you have any questions, you know how to reach me. My number is 336-963-3684. You can call me, text me on that nine. Number, or you can email me as well, uh, paul7 at kw.com. That's P-A-U-L, the number seven at kw.com. Thank you and have a fantastic rest of your day.